Hey everyone, you join us live on Facebook or you might be listening to us on our podcast. Welcome, big day in travel. It's the uh, Green Friday, we might be calling this. Uh, the equivalent to Black Friday, I guess, in the e-commerce world, but Green Friday as the big green list has been announced. Um, so today we've unveiled a list of countries which we can start traveling to. And is Grant Schnapps... I've said his name right, says travel reunites us all. There's no substitute for it, and it's massively important for the UK economy. So it's really important we all start traveling. So, Dave, have yes. you got the list in front of you? Who, or what, sorry, not who, where can we travel? What's the exciting news? Well, yeah, I've got the list here, Steve. Um, top of the list, and probably the most exciting one is Portugal and Madeira. I think. Uh, I can see probably bookings coming in straight away for, so that's not just the Algarve, don't forget the Lisbon coast, the Silver Coast as well. So Portugal definitely will be the number one for uh, people looking for the sun. And then Iceland. Iceland also um, is a different destination, but a very exciting destination. Um, what else have we got? Gibraltar. And one that catches my eye, Steve, Israel, not a country that people may know very well. Tel Aviv, fantastic beach city and then you got the holy land as well um but i think uh, other ones um there's a few others in there as well maybe a bit more obscure but those would be my my top four steve that are jumping out at me so there's a few on the list matthew which we can't travel to yet isn't there mm -hmm. but um that may change so what sort of what else is on the list is 12 in total can you name many others yeah, you've got Australia, Brunei, the Faroe Islands, the Falkland Islands, two far away destinations that people, like Dave said, may not think about traveling to. But again, bird watchers will love going out there. Um, you've got uh, Gibraltar, um, Iceland, Dave mentioned Israel, New Zealand, Portugal, including Madeira and the Azores and Singapore. So again, as you said, some of these destinations we may not be able to travel to just yet. But again, keep checking their the FCO advice and also those destinations because again over the coming weeks they may change their rules for the UK travellers uh, and and that will, will open up um, and you'll know then they are on the green list. So Portugal is one of the biggest probably as Dave said there bookings already starting to come in for that. Um, yeah. What what date can we start travelling? Seventeenth uh, of May I believe Steve. Um, and what we've seen even before today was that prices were rising, but that's only really for the dates just after the 17th of May. It doesn't mean that prices are rising throughout the year. So, you know, you know get those those holiday bookings in for the summer this year and as far ahead as you can go, because you know, there may be an impact on pricing as we go through the next couple of weeks. But um, but yeah, I would be traveling from the 17th and we have a half term uh, you know, around the end of May, early June. So I think, you know, that, uh, me included, Steve, there'll be a few people looking to get their families away. So uh, I think there'll be a lot of people uh, talking to our consultants this evening and tomorrow morning, Steve. So, of course, they've done the right thing. They can't just open up the entire world. Yeah. Got to play it safe, follow the scientific mm. advice. Mm. So it's the right thing to sort of uh, start with just a few countries. Yeah. Um, 17th is a few weeks away. How often, Matthew, are they going to be reviewing this list, do you think? Yeah, so uh, they mentioned it will be every three to six weeks uh, in intermittently. So again, towards the end of May, there could be a big 
uptake of destinations which move from the amber list to the green list so do you know it doesn't mean that just because right now somewhere's on an amber list it won't be open for the summer uh, you know in three weeks time the end of may there could be some great destinations which a lot of british travelers uh, enjoy getting out to and the uk travelers enjoy getting out to year round um so i think that'll be the next big step uh, and then yeah six weeks again uh, so it's a, it's a good good opportunity that this will be fluid and hopefully as you said behind the science will slowly start to roll out more and more destinations and i think it's right to like say drip feed it in as well because you don't want the airports to be overloaded they've got to start sort of getting customers back into the flow there's already sort of talk about there being delays so they need to test the systems and the processes and then three weeks from now we might see some more countries added to the list and that's only what about a week after the the 17th so um you know exciting times ahead but also i think you know and we are looking on the positive because it, again usually we have a massive choice of where to go at least now if we want to get some sun some summer sun then we know where we can go so it makes our choice easier uh and as matt says and you said over the next few weeks then they should unlock some, some other countries as well so they're going to unlock some countries portugal clearly going to be the firm favorite i would say for the volume bookings Iceland, I've not been to, but I hear is absolutely stunning. It's not really a beachy destination, but it's going to be a, you know, a great alternative holiday. Mm. Yeah, if you're interested in walking, you've got the Blue Pool there, which is famous, the hot thermal springs. Uh, fantastic for walking, for driving around the island. Um, waterfalls, geysers, uh, very exciting destination, Steve, yeah. Now, there could be destinations which aren't on the green list, which you may have already booked to go to. Um, so we've got the amber and the red list. Matthew, what does um, what's the difference between the different lists? It would be your restrictions when coming back. So if you have a very flexible job and you don't mind um, paying for more testing, then you can still potentially travel. Well, you can travel to those amber destinations if, obviously, the destination is allowing UK travellers in, um, but coming back, you're going to have to isolate. Uh, you can then pay for more testing, and it, that's the difference with the Amber. Um, obviously, that's not for everyone. Not everyone can work from home. Not everyone's got that flexibility. And then the red list is you're going to have to quarantine. You know, when you're coming back, you're advising you shouldn't travel there anyway, but if you do and you're coming back, then you're going to have to stay in one of the airport hotels and isolate in that airport hotel for a set uh, amount of days. I believe it's either 10 or 14 days. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think Amber's maybe 10 days at home and the red list is 14 days at the, but you've got to then pay for staying at the airport hotel. Um, I was just going to follow on with Dave and the Iceland. Faroe Islands actually between Scotland and Iceland and is a, mm. you know, again, a, a great opportunity to go out and it'd be amazing um, to, to visit somewhere very unique and get out and do lots of walking and hiking and, and experience that wildlife. So again, there's some unique opportunities now to get, if you really want to go after the 17th of May and you're able to travel out there to get some really unique, unique destinations. Brilliant. And so if you are on the, you're traveling to somewhere on the green list, you have to have a test uh, before you come back to, or two days before you come back into the UK, don't you? Uh, is yeah. that a lateral flow test? Um, I believe what I read the other day, I think you can take your lateral flow test with you to complete while you're out there, but you have a PCR test before you go and then one when you get back, I believe. Steve. So you definitely got to have one when you come back and, yeah. um, 
we as a travel company can sort of steer you in the right direction, uh, but they are available from sort of £45 upwards. So it's not an expensive addition no. to a holiday, given you get to go on holiday, don't you? I mean, that's the way to look at it. Yeah, I think, you know, that everyone, including all of us, I guess, um, just want to get away. We, you know, we want to break. It doesn't matter to me whether it's uh, Portugal, whether it's Iceland. I think having a break is the most important thing. And we mustn't forget also, you know, there's some great... Uh, UK holiday still, seacations, very, very popular, you know, floating hotels. Um, so, you know, there is that still as well. So let's just talk about those for a moment. Now, the seacations, Disney yeah. launched theirs uh, just over a week ago. Uh, such uh, f- phenomenal, phenomenally popular. Uh, the Disney ones, we've got uh, whatever sort of seacations, uh, the cruises around the UKs have we got right now? Yeah, well, we have uh, MSC Cruises. Um, well, something that I have my eye on, Steve, as a family, um, at the beginning of June, I think it's the 1st of June in the half term, um, the MSC Virtuoso, which is a brand new ship, which is a four-night cruise. It's going along the south coast, but it's not so much about where it's going, it's what's on board. You know, the, you've got uh, sports facilities, restaurants, bars. You've got a bar with a robot bartender, theater shows everything and it doesn't matter about the weather um and that's all inclusive premium all inclusive and that's just one uh, of, of several other uh, companies that are doing that as well any take your fancy matthew um it's a there's there's a lot i mean i think this summer if you never tried cruising before and you'd like to maybe you, you, you know you may not be sure to travel to a destination overseas it's definitely worth it you can get anywhere from a two-nighter through to seven nights um you've got the the virgin um virgin ship uh scarlet lady doing um voyages to nowhere like Dave said it's not about the actual cruise of where you're going it's what's on board and the experience and the restaurants uh, which is a great one. You've got Royal Caribbean Anthem of the Sea is going to Northern Ireland, up to Scotland. They're very popular. P&O, Cunard, uh, Princess. So pretty much every single major cruise line is coming to the UK this mm-hmm. summer because we are traveling. And it's giving you an opportunity. If you've never cruised before, but you wouldn't like taking a little, oh, actually, this is a good opportunity. It's a bit like maybe going to Vegas or a resort mm-hmm. overseas. Everything is in one place and you're taking your hotel with you. You've got great views, but if, it, if it's like the British weather, sometimes we know in the summertime, there's great onboard entertainment like you mm. would be if you're out in Vegas or um, one of the Caribbean or Mexican resorts. Mm. Uh, but don't forget the islands, the Channel Islands, for instance, a great place to go to. And there you don't have any, this is, they're part of the Crown um, the crown, the Dependency, is that not, maybe Dependency is the wrong word, uh, Hopefully no one takes offense by that, but um, they you can travel there and then you won't be having to potentially do any testing if you um, are coming from a green county. So they're, they're part of the UK, um, so you can easily travel out there and feel like you're getting away. So you either go on a ferry or you can fly over. Uh, and again, it's a great experience. The weather's lovely, great food, uh, you know, great walking, great activities. So that's another great opportunity for families and adults alike to get over either for a weekend or a week trip. And the uh, fishing boats are not going to blockade you anymore. <laughs> exactly that's all sorted (laughs) so a question matthew i know i think you've been on one of the the new virgin ships haven't you the adults only ones yes there might be people thinking i'm not sure about going on a cruise because what about covid what would we say to that they are all taking 
a crazy amount of precautions. If you're happy to go and stay in a hotel overseas, why aren't you happy to go and stay on a cruise ship? Mm-hmm. They're doing exactly the same cleaning facility. They're probably going even over the top more so than some of the, the resorts. But I think this is one of the things that is across the travel industry in general, from airlines, um, airports, hotels, cruise lines. They're taking their cleaning, cleanliness, uh, cleanliness, unbelievably um, serious so it's a great opportunity also the cruise lines aren't actually at full capacity so again it's a great opportunity to have to um to go there and really get that experience and not have to worry about having lots of people people on board and some of these ships are big ships so even you know if they're not even when they're at full capacity you don't feel like you're at full capacity so it's just going to be a great experience for for those non non cruisers and virgin is more i'd say like a boutique hotel on sea and like they said msc and royal caribbean is very family lots of entertainment and then you've got um the likes of uh, princess and celebrity fine dining uh, more of a more of an adult uh, and, and saga as well more of an adult uh, vibe so a lot of the cruise companies are saying you've got to have uh, been fully vaccinated before you're allowed on board, which is great. So that gives everyone that sort of confidence. Fully vaccinated, I believe, means you've got to have had, uh, in most cases, it'll be the two jabs uh, and had at least a week afterwards, uh, according to the NHS. Now, I believe that a number of the countries on the green list as well are have similar sort of rules. Is that, that the case? Yeah, yes, I, know, just gonna... I know for certain Sorry. Israel... That's all right. Um, I know for certain Israel is. Um, at the moment, it's just group tours to start with and um, starting in May, and then they'll increase that. And they're looking from July to then allow individual travellers, but you mm-hmm. must be fully vaccinated. Uh, and that is something they take very seriously. It won't be the case everywhere. Um, and it's the same with the cruise lines. Not all cruise lines out of the UK are making it mandatory to be vaccinated. MSC's not. And there are others that are also not making it mandatory. You've just got to do the testing. Yeah. Um, a bit like some of the destinations. Sorry, Dave, over to you. No, I was just going to say, I think whichever country it is, you just need to check before you book what the restrictions are. And again, Iceland, I believe, is you have to be fully vaccinated as well. Um, but yeah, Matt's right. MSC, you don't have to be. And some of the others you do. So it, it, you just have to check with your friendly travel consultant before you book. And that's the case. So you need to make sure you, um, I mean, you can plan your, your jabs in advance, go onto the NHS website, get them booked in. They keep reducing down the age requirements right now. Um, so you get those booked in, then you can plan your travel. I think the industry, the travel industry as a whole, is going to be a lot more flexible this year, a lot more last minute bookings uh, to, to make the most of this. Um, and the, that list, like we said, is going to be reviewed every three weeks, which is you know really good. Um, but I guess the key right now is if you see something you like get it booked yeah totally agree yeah totally agree because you know this weekend if you want to book something you know there will be a lot of people right now they've seen it they've gone straight from the briefing to get on the phone and talking to their to their travel agent and um that will happen yeah over the next few days particularly i'm guessing the, the portugal's madeira Azores, because yeah. you know, that's going to be the the big i mean that's that's already one of the most popular yeah. destinations anyway so that's going to keep going. Um, of course, you can wait and see what's announced every three weeks with the, the release. And as soon as something comes available, uh, book it. I, that's always our top advice. But yeah. do check the rules to make sure that what you are booking is flexible in case uh, a country, yeah. you know, country can, uh, countries can come off the green list as well, can't they? 
Yeah, and I think this time, I think one of the, the challenges last year was that uh, when when countries changed from, say, uh, an amber to a red, you had to come home quickly. But they've said, I think this time, that you're going to get two weeks notice. So, you know, so that's much better than it was last year. Brilliant. So I guess so top advice, Matthew, for anyone right now watching this or listening? Uh, if, if you're really wanting to get away and get to some sunshine, then Portugal was probably your best bet from May 17th. If you're looking to go and just get away and really do something and experience yourself, you've got the uniqueness of the Faroe Islands, Iceland, um, mm. Israel, these new destinations that are very inspirational. Again, you need to wait potentially, but you'll be able to get away this summer to those destinations. Um, and then if you if the, none of these tickle your fancy, then look at your jerseys, your UK staycations, mm. um, your cruise stations, as I like to call them now, um, cruising around the UK. These are great opportunities. And then you can do book one of those and then wait for maybe more destinations to roll out in three, six mm. weeks' time and then book another, uh, another holiday. So that'd be my little points. Brilliant. And Dave, final words from you. Let's just talk yeah. briefly about it's looking a bit further afield further ahead yeah. into next year what's our recommendations there yeah next year i think um without a doubt um i would say australia new zealand for next year um should be back on and i think australia new zealand they are two countries that you normally book uh, away in advance and i think those would be two tips for me from sort of you know february onwards i think you know they will be back on the radar um, they would be my, my tips, I think. Yeah, definitely. And of course, they've not been on the radar for the last, it'll be two years, no. won't it, really, since people have been able to travel. So we're going to yeah. see huge demand for those destinations. They're already yeah. on the green list now. Um, totally. So it, supply is going to be short, isn't it? And prices will therefore yeah. go up. Yeah, absolutely right. And I think also, I mean, we mentioned earlier about, you know, Amber, you can actually travel to Amber list countries. You just need to prepare for you know, isolation when you get home. And if you can do that, for example, as a family, we're able to do that. If it's school holidays and you go early August and you allow that time um, to isolate, then then you can do that. You know, so don't think that Amber is bad. Amber, you can do it as long as you, you're aware of what you need to do. And I guess Amber's a sort of indication of what could be coming soon yeah, onto absolutely. the green list. Yeah, you've only got to see how Portugal's progressed and over the next three weeks, there are other countries that, that could progress as Portugal has, yeah. And I was just saying, we've got some questions coming here. Some people mentioning of uh, Madeira is great for a city break in Portugal. Yeah. Um, and I want a, a good shout out to, to, to Craig. Thanks for the lockdown shout out there, Craig. Um, and, and also, um, has Portugal advised that uh, UK citizens can enter, Dave? Are you, are you able to cover that one? Uh, I, I don't know the answer to that, Matt, at the moment. <laughs> I, 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 I believe, know, yes. <laughs> um, it, you'll have to do testing. Um, so again, mm. the best place to go for all these for the for the foreign destinations is going to the FCO website and um, seeing what their entry requirements are. And again, these may change going forward and they may get less and less um, for anyone traveling from the UK. Uh, and it, they may vary if you're vaccinated and if you're not vaccinated. So again, to check um, the FCO and also the destinations, um, Des uh, destination tourism sites 
The FCO is actually, sorry, the Gov website has launched a new service, I think, where if you go to gov.uk forward slash travel hyphen abroad, we'll post a, a little link in the uh, the comments. Uh, it's got a step-by-step guide to what you need to know when traveling abroad. Mm. So it tells you everything you need to know on there, which is really useful. And, and also another good point. Sorry, I was just going to say, I know that Malta... Um, for instance, who are, are not on the green list yet, but they're offering PCR tests um, for travellers. Some resorts are also offering it. Madeira are offering um, tests and rights. So, again, check these out and it, again, will reduce your costing. Some of these destinations and resorts are offering them before you come back to the UK. Brilliant. So lots of great opportunities. It's um, There are 12 official countries on the green list. I would argue there's 13 because don't forget the UK. That's um, going to be absolutely massive this year. We're seeing so many bookings for the UK right now. But we've got Portugal, including uh, Zors and Madeira, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Brunei, Iceland, Faroe Islands, Gibraltar, Falkland Islands and Israel all on that list so a good starting point for our summer holidays get them booked soon otherwise you might miss out there's going to be a huge frenzy of people booking certainly Portugal tonight I would imagine get it booked early and don't forget for next year as well because there's so many great deals already for next year book it early low deposits pay monthly options and then you've got that secured you don't have to worry about it and then you can plan your last-minute holiday this year. Any final words of wisdom, Dave? Um, the only thing I was going to add what Matt said about Madeira. Funchal has the best fireworks at New Year's Eve in the world, apparently. And I don't know a lot about Gibraltar, but it's certainly worth having a look. You know, The weather's good there, so definitely worth having a look at Gibraltar, I would say. Brilliant. Any final thoughts, Matthew? I'm just going to say I'm going to start. Well, I'm, I'm looking at booking Israel for November. Perfect mm. weather apparently out there. And again, great history and great food and drink. So, mm. that. Now, I don't know much about the Falklands, but I believe it's brilliant for bird watching and photography. Mm. So, excellent. Right. If you uh, would like to get in contact with any of our personal travel consultants, our award-winning team all across the UK, of which is hundreds, uh, you can find your personal travel consultant. Head on over to www.notjusttravel.com. Search for your local travel consultant or head across or talk to the person who sent you along to watch this video or listen to this podcast thank you for joining us today we'll keep up keep you updated check out our facebook check out the facebook of the person who sent you to this video as well and you'll learn lots or keep you updated with more as uh, the green lists unfold thank you for joining us and thank you matthew and dave thanks dave thank you